I thought I'd uh, record record a blog based on one of my favourite blogs that I wrote, which is called It's a Wonderful Life, A Person-Centred Perspective, which you can find on www.thirstcounselling.co.uk. Introduction. Frank Capra's timeless movie, It's a Wonderful Life, is a story which I believe can be regarded as a therapeutic tool that offers the viewer to visually understand self-realisation. The whole premise is summed up at the end of the film by a sentence scrawled in a book. No man is a failure who has friends. A very beautiful sentiment that goes further to show us the impact that each person has on another, which in turn cascades like a butterfly effect. Each person touches so many people's lives. Which is another quote from the film. The film works on a number of levels and also incorporates a series of fundamentally basic themes. Regret, redemption, frustration, despair, reconciliation, gratitude, love and hope. I've always found the film to be representative of everything I felt was wrong with my world. To me, now it symbolises person-centred therapy in that it charts one man's struggle to overcome his own feelings of inadequacy and failure to reveal true human spirit. It's the story of George Bailey who longs to leave his hometown of Bedford Falls, to see the world and make a difference in it. However, his loyalties and love of his family keep him confined to his hometown, along with his ongoing battle to save the town from the clutches of Potter, a character who is the opposite of everything George Bailey stands for, namely decency, humility and loyalty. In my own experience, I found myself trapped in such a way. The mental prison is devastatingly lonely because ultimately it is you who locks yourself up within a demented idea or feeling, writes John O'Donoghue in his book Eternal Echoes, exploring our hunger to belong. I also felt I had the responsibility to stay at home, look after my ailing mother. Frustration, anger and resentment grew, which I directed above myself and those around me. In Capri's film, however, George Bailey's anger and frustration at himself grows to a breaking point when faced with bankruptcy and public disgrace. Here it is exhibited towards his kindly uncle, whom George shakes violently, shouting, ''Where's the money, you stupid old man? Do you know what this means? Bankruptcy, disgrace and prison. Well, it's not going to be me.'' Here George comes to the conclusion that his life and the life of those around him would be ultimately better if he were dead. When a person reaches that desperate point in their life, a point of utter desolation, when the mire in which they're sinking in is slowly sucking the life out of them and of all the people around them, it initiates a sense of hopelessness and frustrations. A point of self-pity and observations ensue. It always happens to me. It's never going to change. They'd be better off without me. I wish I were dead. I wish I'd never been born. Such thoughts can be all-consuming. The person then seems to withdraw into themselves, searching for ways to escape the self, which has now become fuelled with negativity towards all hope of recovery. It is at this point when a person may well question their right to exist in the world, preferring instead to be rid of themselves and all their worries once and for all. It may well be at this point of apparent no return that a person may turn to a counsellor. Initially I found the possibility of the person realistically believing that counselling will help them is unlikely. Moreover, it seems that they are more likely to think that counselling will perhaps further reinforce their already pessimistic and negative view of themselves as a failure with no hope of change. 
In the film, we are introduced to George Bailey's ethereal counsellor at the very beginning, namely Clarence Oddbody, angel second class, a seemingly gentle and caring soul with the mind of a child who is eager to get his wings. Or perhaps another way of looking at Clarence is as a man who exhibits respect, empathy and genuineness in an open and non-judgmental way. As George tells me of the mistakes he's made in life and the failure that he has become, George resigns himself to the belief that he and his family would be better off if he were dead. When Clarence points out the pain and hurt this would cause to George's family, George agrees and decides it would have been better if he'd never been born. It is here that Clarence talks about how each person touches so many others' lives. When with a client it can be significant moments when a client's self-belief is greatly reduced. Their conditions of worth at an all-time low. For the counsellor, I feel this is when we truly see a person in their utter fragility, their brokenness so very evident. The long and painful journey through emotional recovery and restoration of these conditions can be arduous and difficult. In Capra's movie, however, Clarence, as George's counsellor, is able to take George on a journey to realise his conditions of worth by showing him what life would have been like had he not ever existed. George is then taken to see for himself the ways in which he has affected people's lives just by being present. And he's given an opportunity to see how those people's lives might have turned out if he hadn't been there. Like the druggist, who if George hadn't been there as a child to stop him from mixing up the medications, a child would have died and the druggist's lives would have become ruined. It seems very clear to me today that each of our interactions with others has consequences. Some that we see and others that we may never know. This whole butterfly effect of human interaction is fascinating. How can we ever wish that life be different from what it has been? Even though pain and suffering happens, it is these threads of our past that makes ourselves the rich tapestry that is the human condition. I feel that is one of my hopes when working with a person, that they can endeavour to realise their worth and grow from their experience through looking into our past and realising the effects we have had on people, both positive and negative. I feel we can learn to realise ourselves as a whole person, with frailties and brokenness, and in realising them, I feel there is limitless possibility for personal growth. So in conclusion, to me, Frank Capra's Timeless Movie is so much more than a sentimental Christmas film. It is the observation of brokenness and despair, resulting in the realisation that all life is sacred and all experiences are rich. After all, it's a wonderful life. Sincerely yours, a first counsellor.